0: So we stand up for a dollar tree basically. Such as this this thing here. Alright, I'm excited to have a guest. Right over here, Cuba is like they're under a dictator. RTD Live Talk. Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to connect. Looking forward to finding out what's on your radar. Hope everyone had a great weekend. And uh, we're back at it again for another week of uh, stories and uh, just more eh, unfortunate news. But then again, there has to be some good out there. So we're going to definitely try to shine some light on that. Uh, Hope everyone's doing well. Want to make sure I acknowledge uh, any first-time viewers. Let me know where you're watching from. And then when the chat opens up or the phone lines, rather, we'll love to hear from you guys directly. So uh, let me know where you're watching from via the chat. Definitely love to give you a quick shout out. And then we'll jump into some headlines here. I have uh, maybe six or seven different uh, stories that caught my attention uh, throughout the day and over the weekend. All relevant to the global contagion underway. And I want to share with you something that uh, Dr. Doom (laughs) came out with from op ed piece, which typically I don't really pay much attention to Nubini. Or was it Robini? But uh, just because he, a couple of buzzwords in there uh, that kind of hit home with me in, in reference to some things I've been talking about. And so I thought I would just share my two cents on it and then uh, move forward. But ultimately, get to that possible new tool the Treasury is looking to utilize as far as uh, providing a little bit of liquidity for a uh, debt market that seems to be drying up. <laughs> as uh, the Fed and other central banks raise rates. So uh, I want to talk about that as well as the dangers of stocks, as well as just the beginning of the pension meltdown based upon some information provided to us by a a uber wealthy hedge fund guy who said, it's just the beginning of what we will experience in the days ahead. So I don't want to be too doom and gloom, but just want to shoot it to you straight, give you what's really happening and uh, let you guys decipher what's, uh, what's best for you. But ultimately at the end of, at the end of one of those articles shines light on, Uh, some things that you should do and i think that's something worth sharing as well but more like we all know here what that is and it has a lot to do with getting your weight up it's just the very start of everything else on top of that so anyway uh welcome everybody let me acknowledge a couple people in the chat and then definitely would love to hear from you guys Uh, throw out some thoughts ideas suggestions it is a talk show so i want to make sure i give you guys a chance to uh, let your voice be heard. So. Definitely throw out some ideas. Of course, I got maybe three or four subjects out of maybe 20 or 30 out there that uh, I'm sure you guys have been keeping an eye on. But we got Barlight Broker checking in. We have Jay checking in as well. What else we got here? I'll just thumb through it real quick. See a lot of back and forth. Let me see. We got Rolf checking in as well. Appreciate you, man. Uh, What else we got here? I see Miss Love, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, checking in. Appreciate you. We got Joshua Carpenter checking in. Uh, We got Jay checking in as well. Uh, growth, uh, growth Shadow 213 says in eight years, what in what in money has truly changed? National debt is up. What in money has truly changed? Oh, that's a great question. It all depends on what part of the world you live in. As I say before, a lot of people uh, tend to focus on um, precious metals prices in particular because it's uh, globally recognized in USD. But depending on what country you're in, uh, people who've had the foresight to get out of their fiat currencies and get into weight, have not suffered as much loss of purchasing power as those who have not. And so here in the U.S., we can say, that you know, they continue to kick the can down the road. Nothing really changes. But ultimately, we know the momentum of things is definitely speeding up towards some type of an event. Like it's nowhere. It's, it's no news story that you can go to where it doesn't talk about recession. And of course, we know we're well past that point. But, you know, we have more of the mainstream economists right now talking about concerns that they have due to the fact that most investors are experiencing something they've never dealt with in their entire lives of investing, which is that whole 40-60, I'm sorry, a 60-40 split, which we got now people call it for a 40-60 split as far as your retirement portfolio allocation. So once again, we're in uncharted waters. And so to your point, a lot has changed. And it's just a matter of time before the world finds out. Long-winded answer, but that's just my little two cents on that. I appreciate you for sharing that. Don't feel free to comment and let me know where I could be wrong. hundred uh, percent. We got Mark, the silver shark. How you doing, my friend? Uh, we got uncle Robbie checking in. Appreciate you. Uh, Larissa Jackson checking in as well. Just giving a, some quick shout outs real quick to bless you guys for being a blessing to me. we got Dwayne Clark checking at his end. It says Scrooge McDuck swamp and liquidity swamp swam and liquidity. <laughs> yeah, Scrooge McDuck. And it was always amazing how this guy got jumped off the top and just dived into some rock hard, solid coins and, Managed to swim through him and then even spit coins out of his mouth. But uh, we know that was fake. But then again, once again, he was sitting on some weight in his vaults. Mark, appreciate you, man. Uh, we got uh, funky, blue, blow, blue. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you. Jane checking in. Okay. Fair amount of people here, man. Appreciate you guys for blessing me with your presence. And we got a question from him from X. It says, question, Mike. Economic Ninja stated we got eight more weeks before stuff hits the fan. My thoughts. um, Man. <laughs> Once again, uh, I personally I didn't see that video, so I'm not sure what metrics he's using. But uh, uh, you know, could it? What is was he referring to? Some type of geopolitical event, which definitely is on the on the on the on the front, or something with the liquidity market. I mean, as far as the bonds are concerned, stocks. So any minute could be some type of an event. It more so is the people that's trying to orchestrate this transition. Will they lose grip of it and something happens out of the blue or will they be able to pivot? And it's my suspicion that, you know, things will definitely go belly up more so when they're probably ready rather than just being caught off guard. And so I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to, but I would never place a time on anything that's strategically being planned out as a part of a great reset. So um, I hope not eight weeks, but then once again, it could happen tomorrow. So you never know in reference to whatever you're talking about. And so today in particular, I want to talk about the pensions and the stock market and share with you some headlines and some articles, just letting you know what the billionaires and those people who are managing large stashes of cash, what they're seeing. And then that could be that couple of weeks or so that uh, he's referring to, but not quite sure. Um but yet, right now, I was depending on what part of the world you're in. Stuff is hitting the fan, and so, uh, especially in the UK, there's more information coming out there and how next year, black rolling blackouts and all types of things. So, um, but X, let me know exactly what he mentioned as far as that time frame there, just because to this to this moment, no one has been 100 percent accurate with calling anything other than giving us a ballpark figure of things to expect, and then when those things occur of course we see market turbulence, but nothing has come to an end, just like regardless of whatever is coming our way in the future, it won't come to a complete end It just be a readjustment for everybody, uh, as they begin to reset and try to restructure the entire monetary system. So, uh, but let me know what you're thinking. Okay. Uh, let me see. I see more people checking in. Appreciate you. If you have not uh, hit that thumbs up button, hopefully more people are notified and, uh, want to make sure everybody has a chance to plug in and let their voice be heard. Uh, Jay says uh, even Alistair McLeod says his predictions have been way too early. Yeah, I I don't doubt it. But then again, when it comes to a person who's is hot right now in reference to having made some interesting calls, we have our brother uh, Steve who's put, who put us on the one gentleman. Let me bring this up real quick because I did not have a chance To go listen to it just yet. But uh, so far, he's highly sought after because of the calls that he's been able to make thus far. So uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to this, but he might have some more information to share. But for those who might want to plug into him, here we have. Me bring it up on the screen here. I got too many windows open. Give me one second here. So, here we have uh Aaron Brickman and Mike Adams discussing the fourth turning and the rise, uh, what is it, and the rise and fall of civilization. So, he's been pretty accurate thus far with his calls in reference to the last week or two and the uh dip in the equities market, and of course, the worst is yet to come, uh, in a a nutshell. But anyway, if you guys want to get more. Drilled down to timing thing like that because if you're probably trading, then of course you probably want to know. But you're looking at the charts, I'm sure. But the average Joe, who is not too technical savvy, biggest thing is just you know minimize your risk, minimize your exposure because I think right now people are really finding out that uh, if it's not if it's not insured and guaranteed, uh, then the risk falls on you. Even if the FDIC say that. They'll reinsure your currency up to two hundred and fifty thousand. You know, to this to this day, that threshold has never been tested because the last time we experienced in a banking event, great financial crises. I want to say that the threshold was one hundred thousand if I'm if I'm not incorrect and to basically convince people not to run to the banks. They over. Uh promise by saying 250,000. So once again, we've never touched that. We never even come close to that figure of uh of uh deposits as far as people running and trying to get their to get their money out of there. But I'm seeing more and more people, uh Steve Van Meter and a lot of other guys out there with much bigger channels of mind, just really out there saying bank run any day now, bank run, bank run, bank run. So, you know, hey, at some point somebody's gonna be right. But once again, like like I've been said before, if you are awake and aware that you knew that these events would occur, so hopefully you've minimized your exposure and your risk in reference to uh, those unreliable promises to receive what you think is yours. So anyway, enough rant. Okay, let me uh, before I move forward, uh, I want to make sure I acknowledge uh, Bullion Max. And of course, for those who have not, make sure you get plugged in. I'm working on some more giveaways, but. We have the Max five ounce giveaway, which comes to an end this Wednesday. So I'm going to announce the winner on air. So if you haven't, definitely in the description, uh, join that giveaway. They're trying to promote and shine light on the people's money, which is silver. So definitely jump in if you guys want to have a chance to win. And then also (sighs) food supply chains. There's more and more stories coming out on issues with we're going to face come next year and a year beyond that. So for patriots, you know, definitely have the emergency preps on top of everything else you do. And so those are just things I want to make sure I continue to highlight just because you can never not have enough weight. You can never not have enough calories on on your reserve. So anyway, let me share with you this uh, information here and then we'll jump into the headlines. And I promise to stop ranting as much and then we'll get to some questions. So uh, stick around. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it. Our purchasing power and our currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling 4 Patriot survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25-year super survival food. Hand-packed right in a family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today, because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description. All right. Let's uh, jump into some headlines here. So I wanted to just share with you real quick. I pulled out about five or six articles. A lot of the articles here are either shared on a Telegram or the Twitter account, but I just highlighted some things that stood out to me as I was reading through them, just to kind of paint a not necessarily a dark dark and doom gloom type of outlook, but just let you know what is inevitable. And how in this article here in particular, uh it lays out a very dark and gloom decade. And well before now, I think maybe 2 3 years ago, I started talking about how this upcoming decade is going to be a decade of challenges like we've never seen before. Then we start hearing about the great reset and how they plan the whole reset of humanity for the most part, all the way from the economy to society, to the government model, you name it, ESG. And so uh, a couple of things stood out to me from this article here, as I mentioned before, not a big fan of Dr. Doom, but he's given more than enough calls. And at some point they usually come to pass and what he's saying now for this decade should definitely, uh, you know, catch your eye. So real quick, want to just thumb through some things here, bear with me. And of course you can find out more if you want to, but I just want to thumb through them, but it says Dr. Doom neural warns the next decade could more than likely will bring massive insolvencies and cascading financial crises. So once again, not to scare nobody, just to show you what's happening. So it starts off talking about his prior forecast and how he's been in front of the IMF and all these other people basically saying that, Hey, back in the before the Great Financial Crisis, saying that you know the housing market is going to tank, it's going to bust, that whatever. Nobody believed him at that time, but they said, "But hey, he did it did come true." So his next prediction about what's coming now is right here in yellow, and it says here, Robini has previously argued that the U.S. economy will fall into a deep recession by the end of this year. We all know we are in one now. Says so going so far as to call who believe uh cause those who believe that a soft landing is still possible delusional we all know that's not possible now the economist is claiming that we're headed for a stagflationary crisis like unlike anything we've ever seen and so when i saw this word stagflationary crisis for those who've been around and i'm even with mario talking about how i see like a hyper stagflationary environment coming for our future just because of the uncertainties and how The whole globalization concept of trying to make sure that all nations were cooperating together as all that unravels, there's going to be so much uncertainty as well as um, overall instability and being able to get goods and services as well as to coordinate monetary and fiscal policy in unison. Like once this whole central bank interest rate hike that they're doing together, once it breaks, they're going to be all over the place. And of course, I think that's why, in order to try to bring things back together once it collapses, that's why they're trying to get this interoperable CBDC model going that the IMF just came out with lot not long ago, saying that they made some groundbreaking, you know, discoveries. Oh, really, they need those currencies at some point to work together so that they can issue in that one world currency down the line. Anyway, man, man, man. Anyway, stuff just never gets uh, never gets old. So hyper event is what I was talking about forever. So when he said that, I'm like, wow, that's, let's, let's see what else he's talking about. So it says, Robini said that a toxic economic combination of low growth and high inflation will lead to, quote, massive insolvencies and cascading financial crises worldwide in the coming years. And so right now, insolvencies, we're witnessing nations in the emerging markets right now crumble because of their inability to pay debt. So it's happening right now. And as far as the financial crises, just look at what's happening in Europe, what's happening in the UK, what's happening. Hell, you name it. What well, name a country that's not going through some uncertainty right now. So we don't have to wait years uh, to see what he's talking about. He says his argument is based on the idea that we're entering a new era for the global economy after hyper globalization. And it says Rubini believes that our new era of great stagflationary instability will be fueled by inflationary trends like aging populations. I got a lot of thoughts on these too, but climate change, we know that that's the whole part of climate finance. Supply disruptions, we know how that's uh, done intentionally with all these burning warehouses and all this stuff. They're trying to make sure they own everything. It says greater protectionism and restoring of industry. It says, and to fight inflation in this environment, he argues that the central banks will be forced to raise interest rates back to historical norms after years of moving in the opposite direction. So basically saying central banks will continue to press their foot on the gas until this damn thing breaks. And he says, quote, rapid normalization of monetary policy and rising interest rates will drive highly leveraged households, companies, financial institutions and governments into bankruptcy and default. And so what's the most indebted nation on the planet household, as well as government right here in the United States of America. And so it's good to say that because of these events here, it's going to be a great unwinding within our country in the years to come. And it says essentially Rubino believes that central banks are trapped between a rock and a hard place due to our current inflationary environment because they're fighting deflation. And so here's some good news on things he advised. What things he recommend rather says Rubino concluded this piece with some sage uh, with some with some sage advice for investors, avoid stocks and long term bonds run from stocks, and long term bonds. He says, quote, investors need to find assets that will hedge against inflation, political and geopolitical risks and environmental damage, whatever that's worth. This includes short term government bonds, inflationary bonds, gold and other precious metals and real estate that is resilient to environment damage. And so the reason I wanted to read all of that, just because beyond the, I was, you know, when it's even doom and gloom is just realistic. Like we know that the economy is turning upside down right now, but he basically summarized that up with saying things you should stay away from stocks, long-term bonds, just clear, stay clear of those things because that is the, those are the, those are going to be the, the focal points of this, of this fake rally or fake stability that they're trying to portray as like things are going to be okay. Like stocks and bonds, as long as people look at those things, because that's the whole retirement portfolio aspect, everybody's investments are predicated on those nominal prices of those two assets. They're remaining at a level where there's confidence and it's unraveling very fast. And then this plays into my next article that I want to share with you just to show how he's not the only one out here preaching about things to be on the lookout for. And so here is something that will definitely not just be stuck to the UK. He says hedge fund Titan warns UK pension crisis is just the start. And real quick, I highlight some things here. It says for one of the world's largest hedge funds, the UK pension fund crisis is just starting as central banks around the world raise interest rates and turn off quantitative easing says the UK LDI industry, which is that new, financial product they created over the last you know, 10 plus years, more than likely to try to uh, coop some of the uh, growth that they couldn't get in a negative interest rate environment. Technically speaking, it says uh, the LDI industry is the first casualty of the end of the money f- for nothing era. The first dead fish to float to the surface as rising central bank interest act like dynamite fishing in global asset markets. So basically, he's saying that this whole product, the LDI industry, is the first dead fish to float to the surface as far as, you know, basically the world realizing that, hey, there are some problems brewing from what's going on. And he's saying that that's just one fish and there's a lot more to come just because we know we don't know the the, the, the death of the things they created to try to prop this system up and the profit off of it, of course, based upon other people's capital. It says here, the so-called liability driven investments are a form of financial engineering that involve derivatives and allow defined benefit pension schemes to jack up leverage and juice returns. So it says financial engineering, they're just making this stuff up on the fly to try to make it seem as if like there's a viable product there that people can buy and invest in. But it's all predicated on it being in the derivatives market, which we don't even know the extent of how crazy that stuff is. So this is just a little bit more in depth as to what he's saying is just, just the first dead fish to float. Real quick here it says JP Morgan Chase estimate that the losses from so-called liability driven investments deployed by pension schemes has grown to as much as 150 billion pounds since early August. So just a couple of last couple couple of weeks ago. These are just some of the losses losses that's surfacing. It says the pensions were acting like hedge fund managers with much less knowledge or nimbleness says LDI investors are forced to sell to pay for their losses and it does not look like it will stop. So literally it's just starting. next in line could be the European sovereign debt, sovereign bond markets. He's quoted as saying the painful path will bring casualties and it will be interesting to see how central banks react when these casualties float to the surface. And so here you have from a billionaire who's in that, in that realm, giving you the hardcore facts, And saying that the whole UK pension system is just the beginning just because it exposed one area of a financially engineered product that they created for themselves. It blew up and it's just not going to stay there. So watch this real quick. I'm going to share this with you here because this just lets you know uh, how severe things really are. And it's my suspicion that as a result of the UK market blowing up, that's why the US Treasury, a.k.a. Janet Yellen, came out talking about, uh, oh, we should go ahead and just buy back some of the U.S. treasuries to provide a little bit of liquidity. Oh, I wonder what type of LDI industry exists here in the U.S. that we have no clue about. And so I'm sure this is the primary focal point for a lot of people talking about the debt market these days, but... Uh, it said, this is not QE or QT. This is none of the, this is none of those. Why the U S treasury is exploring debt buybacks. And so real quick, I'll save you all that. This came out on Friday, but one thing is it said the plan, if adopted would mark a milestone in the roughly 22.6 trillion U S government debt market, the world's largest. And it says here by providing a new tool for the treasury to help aid market liquidity. So mind you, this financially engineered products are unraveling. And so central banks, governments are scrambling to try to keep this thing together. So they only, they not only created these products and of course, everything comes to comes to an end at some point, but now the federal reserve in order to avoid a UK pension situation here in the U S with LDIs and all the other dead fish that might be floating pretty soon. They're trying to come in just to provide a little bit of comfort well outside the central bank's tightening realm just so that things don't blow up it's gonna blow up anyway but blow up as fast it's my suspicion that they're literally trying to get enough getting more than enough lifeline out of this current structure to get into next summer when the fed now system is ready to be rolled out because if and when it breaks at that point it'll be easier For them to say, hey, we got a solution. We have a new payment structure with a new uh, interoperability to connect with other banks to be able to provide liquidity around the world. And on top of it, we already have the protocol ready to be able to issue direct stimulus to the people through our CBDC. Once you go ahead and make that change in legal tender laws, we'll be ready to roll. So anyway, this is just stuff that just as a dominoes fall, it's easy to begin to put all this together to make it make to have it make sense. But it says the proposal comes after the Bank of England was forced to step in with an emergency program to temporarily buy its government debt and they give you UK pension funds more time to unwind sour bets. So we know they ended that and they let things float. And so I can go on and on. But ultimately speaking the treasury's trying to come up with a new tool to buy back old debt that just nobody there's no buyers. Like who would want to buy an old debt that's already underwater? Like you know, it literally is junk technically speaking. So why not use some of the government's funds more than likely? I was trying to find out more details, but more than likely, my assumption is that they would probably be trying to grab some funds from the uh, TGA account. Cause I remember we talked about this a while ago, how, uh, during the Trump era, they had racked up, you know, $1.7 trillion of excess savings that they needed to spend. And so of course they spent it down. And of course, I think since we had one or two acts you know, inflation reduction act and some type of act to where they basically counterfeited legally. sold some debt now here, they get back up to looks like about $782 billion. So assuming they would use some of those funds to be able to buy back some of that old debt, just to slow things down and keep uh, the pension system here in the U S basically from being exposed and on all those other dead fishes that I was talking about floating to the surface. So anyway, uh, that's just that, but what else? I got a couple more articles here. Uh, let me see what else I want to give you guys. Uh, here's just a little something here. I'll I'll spare you guys the rest. Then I'll open the phone lines. But here is something that uh, yeah, it's never good news. So this is fresh today out of the UK. It says National Grid warns Britons of blackouts on really cold evenings. And so it says here, uh, National Grid chief executive was warned British households to prepare for blackouts between 4 p.m. And 7 p.m. on really cold days in january and february so they're already looking ahead basically saying that between four and seven you know lights out people lights out people my my people in the uk so once again that's why it's never been more important to prepare for events like this because at some point it's going to make its way here to the u.s it's just that's just the way i believe they would like to have it so that they can make us the people more dependent upon them and whatever solution they try to throw out to us so Extra sources of power, anything of that magnitude to heat your house, things of that nature. Hope you got it already. Is what I'm what I'm getting at. (sighs) All right, so enough of that, man. I can go on and on. on. I got a couple articles, but not enough, not not too much, not too much bad news. But before I move forward, uh, let's get the phone lines open. Feel free to give me a call. Uh, Let's talk. Want to hear what's on your radar? Of course, there's. I got a couple other stories I can throw your way, but I'll spare you guys that for now. So if you haven't already. Hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel, and then give me a call. 313-462-0027. Let me know what's on your mind. What do you keep an eye on? We could talk about Ukraine. You know, we got, you know, I think six mig somethings scattered to Belarus for, you know, we got NATO doing nuclear war drills and you name it, man. These cats, they are desperately itching for a war. And I, and I heard somebody mention over the weekend, I listened to a podcast, and they're saying that we have no genuine growth whatsoever in the global economy. And what better way to generate growth other than to go to war, to destroy everything so that they can disperse the funds to build it back up? And I'm thinking like, wow, that does not sound like something they've been wanting to do, build back better. <laughs> what better What better way to build back better than destroy everything? And I was just thinking, let me just share with you. It's been a while since I've just shared some thoughts, you know, put my tinfoil hat on, go way left field. But one thing that caught my attention is how there was a lot of nations over the last couple of days telling all their citizens in Ukraine to come home. They're shutting down a lot of embassies. And so I'm thinking like, are, are they gearing up for a possible false Flag or some type of an event like that in the Ukraine with some type of mini nuke, and then blame it on, you know, what I'm saying blame it on, you know, who they gonna blame it on? Oh, everybody know who they gonna blame it on. So I'm thinking, like, you know, just is that is that a part of the plan to basically use Ukraine as more of a test nation, <laughs> in a sense? And so here is just uh, the headline here amongst many others, but it says China urges citizens to leave Ukraine and surrounding areas immediately. Now, why would China be putting this out unless they got word or something, or of course it's, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm more in the camp that all these governments are literally working together. And of course you can never pull off a great, heist like they're trying to do unless you got the good guy and the bad guy and we all know who's been painted what depending on what side of the world you're living on but when you see stuff like this i'm thinking like wow like you know is is something brewing so be on the lookout i mean you just never know so just let's just play this out in real time so say for example uh something happens some small it more than likely it could be one of them project blue beans where it could be an illusionary not even real but then again Just like when the health situation jumped off, you saw every news headline, every TV screen showed people walking and falling over in the streets, and so it was the buildup of fear. And so, could there be a possible, you know, fake event in Ukraine that's going to be plastered all over screens? And of course, they're going to say Russia, Russia, Russia. Then NATO responds, U.S. responds, and they and they try to keep it small, just because no, there's no real winners in a massive war, especially when it deals with nuclear uh weaponry, but just my thoughts, man. I'm just trying to narrate this and just try to make sense of it as best I can. But anyway, phone lines are open. Give me a call uh, or highlight any thoughts or ideas out there that you guys have and let me know what's going on with you. And uh this is the time. This is the time for you to call, let your voice be heard. (sighs) Yeah, I got a couple articles too, so believe me, I got, you know, I came prepared with stuff to talk about. So your boy never gonna be caught speechless. Anyway, that's what. What else you got? I want to hear from you guys. Um, Thoughts, awesome ideas, some suggestions. If not, I will go to some articles. That nuclear power can warm your city <laughs> for a couple of seconds, then everything goes dark and you're in heaven or hell. Yeah, it it's it, it's it would be quick, and so even just the mainstream news talking about nuclear, mm-hmm. that's more than enough to where people should really begin, you know, looking at you know, their long term destination from a spiritual standpoint, like because we don't know at what moment something could go off or I was watching the weekends like for those in the Telegram group, I encourage you if you haven't joined the Telegram group, because a lot of information shared, not even necessarily monetary information, but it it appears that in the community group, more people are concerned with the health situation than they are the money side of things, because here we everybody here know what's really going on. But for one thing, it caught me by surprise or it didn't. But it's interesting how you only hear about people dropping or having heart attacks or seizures. If they're only, if they're famous, we don't hear about your everyday mom and pop who probably took the same situation. And so happened to succumb to the, you know, the shot, but then again, the, the guy from Haiti in Paris who fell on a stage and died. You know and I'm saying like, and I was looking at his Instagram and everything like that. And he had no clue. That was his last day. Hello, Carlos. What's which name? What's name? What are you calling him from? Like yeah, hey, doing good, my friend. What's we'll in mind?
1: Hey, I started thinking, you know, when the crap really hits the fan, you know, we do all this covert stuff. You know, we go into Iraq and Libya and who knows what we're doing, stealing stuff, you know, mm-hmm. making sure that the dollar stays, you know, stays intact. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say that it really gets ugly, like, you know, the 1930s where people can't eat. Can't, don't we have, I mean, I'm not for this. You know, just being real, we can go down the best way and take that oil.
0: Um, more than likely, if they wanted to, they would. But I, my, my suspicion is that whatever pain that they're trying to inflict, they want it to be long lasting so that it can force the population to submit. So they could eat, I'm sure, because I've seen more than enough video footages of. Eighteen wheeler trucks driving into mountains with huge drop off. So they're they're stashing food and everything else in mountains. So they so they they've been putting away stuff for whatever is coming for years now. So the food and stuff is going to be there. It's just what timing do they bring it out? And of course, when some hits, they're not going to bring it out the next week. They're probably bring it out the next year, just so enough people will die off naturally, and then the remaining population would submit with no hands down. You can't do nothing unless you sign up and take the chip type of situation. You know what I'm saying? So they want to create massive desperation amongst the populace. So, so they wouldn't even think about going to war with just getting the oil right now. Cause I don't think they, I think they're literally trying to cut off our energy altogether. Like stuff they're rolling out now against antitrust laws, antitrust act against uh, the OPEC for so them basically not want to give us cheap oils. Like, come on now. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, um, you
1: know, at some point I think it's, I mean, you're talking about after they wipe out a, a significant uh, percentage of the population,
0: mm-hmm. is
1: that the stuff they're storing away for people or just for the elite, I, I for think the it, man or for the elite?
0: It, it, I, w- I would imagine that the, 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 the politicians get first dibs and then all those associated with, you know, having lined up their pockets, the uh, special interest groups and NGOs and all those entities, they are on list too. And then as far as dispersing it to the populace, that's, that's last. So, I, it's going to go to the people who know that, know it's there, first of all, who has access. So it's going to be about who you know and what you've done to get access to that stuff. So being a person who speaks out against the government agenda will not put you in front front, front of line. You may not be in the line. So. <laughs> but that's just my, that's just my suspicion, man. Have, I could be 100% wrong. Yeah, I have a feeling
1: they're going to be having a hard time controlling the American public. I mean, I, I hope there's not a lot of bloodshed and I hope we don't fight each other. I mean, we need to go clear out the uh you know the government buildings and and grab them clowns, you know, and or start, you know, when they're gone they wanna run, go hide and we'll start our own, start over. But yeah I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna focus more on spiritual, you know, try to follow revelations to see where we're at spiritual and try to get as many people saved as we can and right. this is help as many people as we can. But I think for it's sure. gonna
0: be a, a sure. lot of opportunity for growth in the church. Oh, hundred percent man. That's that's our mission, man. That's what And that's what it all boils down to. Like, this is all temporary in nature. It's more so about being prepared for that, that when if, because especially I was talking about a guy from Haiti who, you know, this past weekend, he didn't know that on stage, that will be his last moment on this planet. You know what I'm saying? So don't know where he stood, but it's like, man, like, that's for anybody at any moment. So to me, that's more important ultimately than talking about stuff we can't really control anyway. You know what I'm saying? You can control, you know, helping people understand their final destination in a sense. So yeah hey appreciate you man all right take care Mike. Yeah, be good yeah uh that's what it is man all right give me a call i did miss some calls forgive me i get caught up in my rants uh let me see somebody says bill gates calling for civil war in the midterms Ah. Uh, yeah mr gates hey, you know i mean this guy man he, he's yeah you know pray for your enemies that's you know that's what the good book says pray for your enemies you know what i'm saying <laughs> and that's where it's like you know sometimes i think about like when i know based upon all the information i've gathered who's who's trying to orchestrate these plans like you know to still walk in love with them that takes a man of faith you got to be a, a a man that is sturdy in your f- spiritual foundation to be able to pray for your enemies like will like willfully like with all sincerity <laughs> Anybody out there love prayer for the enemy, you know, let me get a thumbs up in the chat. <laughs> Hello, Carlos. Where we you calling from?
1: Hey, Mike. It's a little
2: blood pressure. Corporate's
0: Christie. How's it going? LBP doing good, man. What's on your mind?
2: Man, everything's going to be fine, Mike. It's going to be all right. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> I take your word for it. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know how it is. It always turns out the right way, you know? Yeah. Just believe in you-know-who and he'll take care of you.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, like everything will work out in accordance the way it was supposed to. So it just just may catch us by surprise, depending on how it plays out. But once again, you know, it's a part of life, man. (laughs) Enjoy it while you got it.
2: It's all all good. Hey, Mike, I want to give you an update. I'm a Mexican citizen now, Mike. I got my birth certificate finally.
0: You did. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Hey, thanks. I went on Friday. Last Friday, I went to the consulate. And yeah, they hooked me up, Mike. You got to go do it. I'll sponsor you, Mike.
0: Bet you okay. I don't, I I have to check into that more, but uh, I I wouldn't mind you know exploring that opportunity as well because it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> so what what's yeah. your what's your long term plans with it? How do you plan on utilizing it or just having as like emergency sake or or what? I I
2: you know honestly, Mike, I I want to buy
1: property out there, but but I don't know. I'm, I'm just, it's kind of sketchy out in Mexico. You know, you you go back and there'll be a guy they call him parachutist. You know, mm-hmm. in Spanish. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll they'll squat on your land, so you just gotta be careful.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on top of that, it, it, they don't have a a a open gun and uh, user friendly gun law. Do there? Do they?
1: No, they don't. They don't. There's only one place in the whole country where you can legally buy a gun, and it has to be a 380 uh, caliber or or smaller.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 it, it's it's not that it's not that gun friendly, Mike. Mm. See, honestly. that kind of shied me away from mexico too that those
0: laws i get you some slingshots and some bow and arrows man (laughs) (laughs) what What can i do with that right i get get those you can tag one person i don't (laughs)
2: don't know i get those you know the ball in the cup i'll start drinking that shit (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah man. Good luck with that, man. But no, uh, yeah, keep us posted, man. I'm definitely curious to hear how things develop there, man. Of course, connect with your man uh. In you know, go check go holler at him. He's doing some big things down there, man. So that'd be a good guy to connect yeah, with. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I I gotta see his papers, Mike. I can't I don't trust that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, he man. might be
1: there illegally, Mike, because he's deported <laughs> back to America.
0: If he's there illegally, he's—he uh, he sounds like he's spending a lot of money on some land that you know may not be—you know—100% his. If it's that's the case, so I'd imagine he's done everything on the up and up just because he got a lot to lose, based upon all the stuff he's sharing my with us. But uh, hey, yeah, man! I'm
2: gonna
1: call
0: the gringo, on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! Appreciate you calling, man. All right, Mike. <laughs> all all right.
1: right. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Yeah. Hello, Carlos. Shane, where you call it from. Hello? Tim and I am from Wisconsin. Tim from Wisconsin. What's going on with you, my friend?
3: Uh, just two things real quick is uh it just seems with
0: You broke up there. Hello? Oh, can you hear me? Yep, internet went off for a second. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: Uh, just that uh, Joe Biden—he's like a puppet, and, and he's just being told what to do. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, we we can all see his cue cards whenever he does a a sit down speech with somebody.
3: <laughs> so the the, the deep state—you know—the you know, like since nineteen thirteen, they're the same people. Is is my understanding? Is it's nothing? it's, it's the same people—the Rothschilds—and it's that's that's what my understanding is
0: yeah it's a, that there wasn't a couple other people but you know they're you know they're all in a big boys club and we weren't invited unfortunately
3: <laughs> right and it's not just this country but it's that's other thing now the second thing is that when they want to do something they use big words quantitative easing transitory you, you know it's like you know that's the other thing that they're doing
0: yeah yeah, it's called financial or monetary engineering <laughs> or right. or monetary experimentation. They're experimenting, utilizing currencies as well as all the other financial products they created to sucker us into having all of our life, energy and energy and effort and skills tied into something that we don't even own. And they told us that if you put it aside for 30, 40 years, it'd be there when you're ready to retire and you'll live happily ever after. That's what they told us. That, I guess that was the American dream. I'm not sure how much of a dream it is, but. Uh. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well it just seems to me the bottom line is they're not stupid. They know what they're doing. And they're lining us up. That's to me, that's the bottom line.
0: Yeah. Hey man. Appreciate you calling, my friend. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, be good. Uh okay. Uh good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. So one thing I do want to cover. Um Mr. Ye Kanye West. I, I can't help but follow his uh episodes or his journey just because he's out here speaking a lot of talk that counters uh what i guess the mainstream narrative should be and so he's getting himself in some trouble but then again if he wants to leave that charge i'm sure there'll be more people to follow because he's waking people up in real time so he was just on a show drink champs on the revolt youtube channel which is sean combs channel And it was a three hours. I didn't watch it, but within 24 hours, they took it down. And even the host, I saw a headline. He apologized to the public for having Kanye on his show, assumably because he just dropped too much truth. Like he just spoke too much truth in reference to calling out the Jewish community and everything like that. And I guess pissed a lot of people off. And so he ruffled some feathers like he always does. And it looks like as a result of that, he decided to go out, and buy a social media. <laughs> so let me share this with you real quick. So Kanye West goes out and buys a um, where to go parlor. So anyway, so he bought parlor, and of course, the right now the mainstream media is trying to say the, this. You know, they they love using buzzwords. You know, conservative right wing social media platform. So it says Kanye West, who now goes by Yay, Ye, Yay agrees to buy conservative social media platform parlor company says. So uh, we'll see how far this goes, but parlor was already in a doghouse from a year or two ago. They shut down. And I think when they shut down in order to get back up and running, they compromised on some things. I don't think parlor is as clean cut and dry and uh, user friendly as they were prior to, but uh, we'll see how this pans out. But for those who are on parlor, go connect with your boy. I'm on parlor. So I share stuff there as well. Trying to be in many places I can at one time. And so just, you know, share your thoughts on that. What if you guys got some thoughts? I think uh, if he continues to keep speaking his truth, then he will, uh, like I said before, he's going to find some problems out there. Clearly he knows that. But so next, I think he might even start his own bank. (laughs) <laughs> just because he took off that $145 million from J.P. Morgan. And, of course, now he's walking around with a Satoshi Nakamoto hat, so he might even be pubbing up Bitcoin or whatever else. So, yeah, who knows? But I thought that was entertaining. Okay, let's talk. Let me get this out of the way. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from?
2: Hey, Mike. It's Mike from Bequem, California.
0: Mike from Cali. What's going on, my friend? Uh,
2: you also forgot to mention about uh, Kanye uh jp morgan chase dropped him
0: of course i just i just i just mentioned that right when i answered for oh, you no, no I, right
2: as the phone was ringing then yeah
0: okay.
2: yeah 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 that i've got a banking account with uh, chase and i'm thinking about just taking it all out
0: yeah so i think money's from, not
2: supposed to be political
0: right but it's supposed
2: it, to be across the board you know
0: correct i agree and so the biggest thing is it's cross the board as long as you in line but if you get out of line then they got a yeah. problem. So, if you stay in line, and be yeah, a good that, boy, that, then you're good. That
2: limits the fungibility of it, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's never been there anyway. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it's in somebody <laughs> else's possession. So, uh, it's not even. And of course, most people don't know that once you put it in their in their possession, it belongs to them, and you're just a creditor to them. So, and on top uh, of the yeah, banking situation. Yeah, uh, you're
2: secured creditor, right?
0: Yeah. What's well, on your mind, my friend? What else is going on with you?
2: Uh, I was also thinking about um, like a deflationary crash mm-hmm. and what that would mean for metal. <sighs> and I'm thinking.
0: Point.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm thinking to myself here. There's mm-hmm. a good possibility, you know, the quote-unquote dollar price of the metal could drop
3: mm-hmm.
2: like significantly. Yeah. But in that drop, you got to see what would that translate into purchasing power. Right. So so you know back in the day it would be what a nickel for a bag of apples and stuff like that mm-hmm. i'm thinking prices like if there would be an extreme deflation it would the value of because it would go back to the dollar denomination as in 0.77 an ounce of silver and and yeah like an ounce of uh, ounce of silver would go back to being like a dollar mm-hmm. but that dollar would buy you a hundred times more than it could now yeah you see what I'm saying? Because everybody's yeah. thinking it could like, it could be Venezuela and it could be, I'm just thinking the flip side of the coin. Right. What, what, could, what could be on the opposite side? So there could be a possibility where a nickel could get you like 20 pounds of apples. <laughs> Eventually, you know, who knows?
0: Right. I mean, as, as, as if you can find apples, just because I, my assumption would be that if, if there was a deflationary crisis, people would probably look to buy more than they probably would normally just because of uncertainty. So it'd be a scarcity issue at that point because it'll higher, you know, it will be higher demand for those goods just because people will be just buying up more than they more more than they actually need, just out of concerns of it not being there tomorrow type of thing. So, uh, but it, even if they got currency one, to buy.
3: That's
2: one inflation. That's one inflation hedge. Uh, never hear anybody talking about
0: mm-hmm.
2: food trees, food plants. The best inflation hedge you can get. Yeah. You buy a plant, it will provide you the value of your currency in no time.
0: Right. Right. And that's why a lot of people talk yeah, about gardening yeah. and things like that. You know, a lot of people out there who are well versed in that have been talking about that as well. And of course, having seeds and things like that just to have in case, you you know, you never know or already have something growing. Yeah. So.
2: Well, one more thing, and I'll let you go, no problem. go ahead. with the gardening aspect. Yeah, you need to get your gardening up. Also, you need to learn how to scavenge. You need to figure out what are the natural plants in your area that mm-hmm. you can eat and forage. Because there's food everywhere, and every lawn there's some kind of food. You, you you learn the plants that you can eat, and you'll see it everywhere. Right. So
0: good point. Hey man,
2: that's just that's the that's a ace in the back pocket. You know. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> I, I won't go hungry. You know, food <laughs> food food might be not in the stores to buy uh, at any price, but I won't go hungry.
0: Hey, appreciate you, <laughs> you man. Know? Thanks for calling. So
2: yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, have a good one. Too. Yeah, be good,
0: Good stuff, man. Um, Great back and forth. Appreciate you, man, for calling in. This is the People's Talk Show, so feel free to give me a call, man. Definitely love to hear what's on your radar. Lots of thoughts out there. Uh, I know we got some experts in a variety of subjects as well as a variety of fields, so feel free to call and educate the community. Don't sit on those golden nuggets of wisdom and not uh, let your voice be heard because somebody needs to hear from you. What else we got? Knowledge is the best survival food. Yeah. Knowledge will take you far, my friend. Knowledge will take you far. What else we got? Kanye's already cracked it to Mozart status, et cetera, a long lifetime. Yeah, Kanye's sitting on some, he's he's done quite well for himself. His clothing line or shoe line is, yeah, put him in a very unique position. And of course, he's trying to set himself up to run for president in 2024. <laughs> so, I want to get my suspicions that between now and 2024, yeah. I'm not too confident that we'll actually have a presidential election. So, but we time will tell. Kanye is Hillary knocking? Doesn't answer. <laughs> uh, Keystone can meets expires in 2027. Keystone can meets expires in 2027. Hey, Watchman. Okay, something to check into there. TB just in the building, right? We checking out TB. Hope all is well. <laughs> all right, people. Uh, we're about the 52 minute mark. Appreciate all those who chimed in and shared their two cents. Uh, if you have not click the link in the description, join the giveaway, try to put five ounces in somebody's hand by Wednesday. I'm going to announce the winner on Wednesday nights live stream. And then also connect with us on Twitter, telegram and all the other channels. So you can stay plugged in. And if you are a content creator, please share your content on those platforms so people can learn and see what you got going on. Uh, I fear homelessness. I don't fear death. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I mean, yeah, that's where like, you know, at the end of the day, it all boils down to what I consider and what's been brought to my attention is the importance of being led by and relying upon and leaning upon the guidance of the Holy spirit so it was just something that was brought to me as of recently just because i was entering into you know just focusing too much on the unfortunate news you forget the anchor that's in the good news and so literally i was checked in my spirit and reminded of the importance of leaning on the holy spirit for guidance because that's ultimately going to be our best helper and comforter now and in the days ahead and that's a gift to us now that's you're able to lean upon as a believer in Christ. That's one of the benefits of being born again is having taken on God's spirit inside of yours for help in times of this nature. So uh, never fear. Be of good courage, my good people. All right, my friends, Josh Sigurdsson, what's going on, buddy? Hope all is well with you, my friend. Got to get you back on the show. Definitely, let's connect sometime soon. Hope all is well with you. If you haven't, go check my man out. Doing great work. Appreciate you for joining us about to sign out though, Uh, but all right, people, as always appreciate you for hanging out with us and uh, back at it tomorrow, same time, same place. As always, it's going to be something to talk about, but as always continue to get your prayer game up, get your weight up and do everything in between to uh, make sure that you're one step ahead of all the nonsense as things unravel and uh, we'll be okay. All right, my good people, be blessed, be safe, and I'll see you tomorrow night. Peace.